everybody, I'm Mitch Goldich. Welcome to episode 28 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks to everyone who has subscribed in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play, especially to everyone who has left me a rating or a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And a reminder, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for food pictures. Just search at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. You can just search Mitch Goldich and my page should pop up on Facebook. So go check it out. You can leave comments uh, because obviously what is a food podcast without pictures of food? Lastly, remember that I have a new Instagram account just for the podcast with pictures every day. So search for Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. So let's roll into episode 28. Now, today we are breaking the format completely. This is the 10th time in 28 episodes that I've had a guest on the podcast. But the first nine, I had a guest who I actually ate the meal with together, and then afterwards we spoke together about the meal that we shared. This time, it's different. I'm bringing on a guest who I did not eat with, but I happened to be at Celebreeze, a pizza place in Philly, just last week, and I tweeted a picture of it, uh, of my cheesesteak that I got at the pizza place. We'll get into this. And Hannah Kaiser, a writer and Twitter friend, saw the picture online. And some of you probably remember Hannah because she was actually on my other podcast, the Mitch Goldich podcast. We had a great conversation about both of us covering the Olympics in person for the first time. So Hannah responded and said Celebrities is literally her favorite restaurant. So here she is. I figured if it was her absolute favorite restaurant, it was worth breaking the format. So Hannah is now on to talk about Celebrities. Hannah, hi. Welcome to Mitch Eats Food. Hi, this is awkward. I call it celebrities. Oh, this is awkward. Oh, I no. <laughs> I have no idea who is right. I've always uh, <laughs> called it celebrities and heard it uh, called that way, but now I'm doubting everything I've ever known. <laughs> this whole your whole intro, I was like, should I bring it up? Am I wrong? This is, I'm questioning everything I've ever known. Okay, so it's either so you call it what? Say it again. I call it celebrities. Now I have to think about what I I'm calling call it. Celebrities. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we'll, I'll call them. Right. I can do some journalism. And I bet if I call them, they'll just pick up the phone and be like, celebrities. And then I, I can hang up and not even have to have a real conversation with them. So maybe I'll do <laughs> That's that. That's true. Next. Do you have the power to edit that into your podcast? Hmm. I probably could. Yeah, I could figure out. I, I do some light editing sometimes. Um, all right. Okay. Well, I like uh, the idea that we won't know who's right, but at some <laughs> point, that will get edited into the podcast, and then whoever is listening will know if the rest of the podcast is wrong, but we don't know it yet. Well, it's a good tease to make people stick around to the end. You want to give them a reason to listen all the way through, so I will stick it in at the very end. I will find the answer, and then people will know. But for now, I can say... And uh, one of us is definitely wrong, so this is very embarrassing <laughs> de- well, we, we might we stick around to find out who. We might both be wrong. That's a chance, too, if it's something crazy. But C-E-L-E-B-R-E apostrophe S is the name of this place in Philly, which now I think both of us are afraid to pronounce either way. Um, we're going to talk about it and why it's your favorite place. But first, I, I want to say congrats to you because you just announced that you have a new job that is actually in the food business. So can you just give us the very quick elevator pitch on where you're working and what your new job is? Absolutely. So this is truly the perfect podcast to bridge the gap uh, because I am going from writing about sports at Deadspin to writing about food at Vice for their food vertical. It is called Munchies. I will be an associate editor there. Um, and hoping to bring some, some Philly flavors. This is the perfect – I actually do have some Philly pitches in the works. So if you enjoy our chat on celebrities, please read about other Philly restaurants on Munchies, 
Nice. That's a solid plug for yourself there. That was good. Although I set you up. So, I, you know, I wanted you to give the plug, but that's cool. And congrats to you on the job. That's uh, definitely exciting. So we'll see. I hope that all of your new coworkers uh, listen to this. And then the first day in the office when you're meeting everyone, this is uh, their first impression of you. It would be a good one because I want what I want people to know about me is that I love Philly and that I love white pizza with tomatoes on it, even though you would think you could just get regular pizza. You wouldn't we'll get to that. We will. Okay. So <laughs> Celebrez, one of the, we're just, we're both going to keep pronouncing it the way that we think is right. And we're, this is going to be weird for me the whole rest of the podcast. Um, the, this place, uh, I want to first mention where it is because that is such a big part of it to me. It is, uh, Absolutely. yeah, I'm sure a lot of people listening are Philly people or familiar with the stadium area in South Philly. It is right near the stadiums. And so that is one of the ways that I first came across it is because when I was in high school and probably into college too, and I would go down to the stadiums, it's in that parking lot with Chickie and Pete's, and we would grab free parking basically on this uh, side street between that parking lot and the stadiums. And so for us, it was a great place to go and get there two hours before a Phillies game, park on the side street for free, have a cheesesteak at Celebrities, and then walk over to the ballpark. And so um, I actually, I think it's kind of an underrated place. Now it is a pizza place. I think uh, Celebrity's Pizza might be the official name. I always get cheesesteaks and think it's an underrated cheesesteak. Now, uh, episode 22, a few episodes ago, we went to a place called Woodrow's Sandwich Shop, and I brought my friend Patches on to talk about it. That was a place we discovered from an article in Bon Appetit where the guy ate 16 cheesesteaks in Philly in 12 hours, and Celebrity's did not make that list. So I think, in my mind, that proves that it's underrated. If it wasn't on his radar as one of the top 16 cheesesteaks in Philly, then in my mind, it is underrated because I think it's really good. I was surprised to hear that you always order pizza there. So I want to hear you talk about the pizza and why you love it so much. And you said it's actually like your favorite restaurant was your phrasing. So I'm curious if you getting the same pizza order there every time is really enough to make it a favorite restaurant, let alone just favorite pizza or something. But it is a very, it is a sentimental pick. So I also associate it entirely exclusively with going to Phillies games. My like very quick uh, nostalgic sentimental backstory of celebrities is that my parents have been going there since 1983 when they lived in Philly. They used to go there when they could take the train, the Broad Street line to the Phillies game. They would take the train down, they would walk to Celebrities, they would get dinner there, and then they would walk over to the game. And I was actually talking to my dad about that in preparation for this podcast. And I said, why did you like it so much? And he said, in 1983, no one had heard of white pizza. It was like, we thought that this was this incredibly fancy dish that they did at Celebrities because they served white pizza, basically just cheese pizza. They don't even have, not they have ricotta on it or fresh mozzarella. I'm pretty sure it's just like some generic cheese blend that they put on it without sauce. Um, but my parents thought that this was like a, like a very, like a nouveau, like a whole new pizza thing. And so, I have ordered exactly the same thing every single time I have ever gone to Celebrities. My parents have been taking me there since I was born, since I was born after 1983, which is white pizza with tomatoes and the, like, hot pickled banana peppers on it. We get two of those. It's amazing. (laughs) I think the crust is, like, the best crust you will ever have on a pizza. They put way too much oregano on it, which makes it taste like 
I don't know. It has this. It has like a very, very specific taste that is specifically very different from New York pizzas. It's not super thin, but it's also not as like you know Italian grandma style slices. It is like a hearty slice of pizza, and you get it with tomatoes, banana peppers, and way too much oregano. And that's the only thing we've ever gotten there. The most recent time we went, my sister deviated from the norm and asked if we could get spinach on it too and it was just like incredibly weird like out of character thing because if you've ever seen celebrities you know that you should like not get a fresh green there for uh was your sister shunned from the family for that suggestion we were so mad we were like you get your own pizza we're like all right one pizza with the normal toppings and then a whole other pizza with spinach in addition to the tomatoes and the hot peppers Mm -hmm. um but it's like a very it's like in my mind, it is a Phillies game thing. Like the thing to do if you're in the know is to go to Celebrities before a Phillies game. It's, you know, obviously way cheaper than any food you're going to get at the ballpark, way better than any food you're going to get at the ballpark, and probably less so now than in the early days. But I remember that you used to be able to go and actually see people associated with the Phillies. Like you used to see the broadcasters there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have okay. you ever had that experience? I have not, but you, I now have two things off of what you said that I wanted to bring up. First is, do you know the famous Larry Anderson story about Celebrities? I do not. Tell me. Oh, this is great. Okay. So Larry Anderson, for anyone listening who doesn't know, he was a pitcher on the Phillies. A couple of stints, he was kind of a beloved uh, goofball on the team, and then later came and did television and radio work for the Phillies, and he's still doing some radio games in the year. So um, he used to share a booth with Harry Callis, and he used to always give a shout-out to Celebrities, and he'd say something like, oh, I wonder if they're watching, uh, you know, if they are, hello to our friends there, and then because it's so close to the ballpark, they would actually bring pizza up to the booth. He'd say it, and then 20 minutes later, there's a pizza <laughs> right in front of him while Aww. he's watching the game. <laughs> so the, the, the team came to him, and they said, okay, guys, you have to knock it off. They're not a paying sponsor. We have other uh, companies that pay us. <laughs> plugs you can't do that uh we really only give plugs for birthdays and anniversaries and that kind of thing so a couple days later uh larry in the middle of a game goes you know i want to wish a very special happy birthday to the celebrities twins plain and pepperoni and then they brought him a pizza <laughs> and uh and and that's what's my favorite celebrities story which uh, i don't know how widely known that is but um i've definitely heard it uh, a couple times but I wanted to ask you, because you uh, I'm glad you compared it to New York pizza. Now, we both live in New York City, and there are so many pizza snobs here in New York. In my mind, there's a lot of good pizza, and most pizza is good, but people in New York get so territorial about it, and they are like, no pizza's good except New York pizza. And Chicago people can be kind of the same way, but in my mind, it's like, you know, we grew up in outside of Philly, and we both had good pizza in our lives growing up. Like, it's bullshit to say that no pizza in the world is good except for in New York. So now, as someone who has this place that you have nostalgia for and that you love in Philly, and you live in in New York and get New York pizza whenever you want, how does it really compare to the pizza that you have now in your everyday life, not just for nostalgia reasons, but the actual taste and, and quality of the pizza there? You know, I still think it's better. When we went back the most recent time, I hadn't been back in a while. I feel like now whenever I'm back to go to a Phillies game, I'm in such a hurry that I end up eating at the ballpark. But I was back recently, and we were going to go to Celebrities. We took my husband for the very first time. He's also a big baseball fan. 
Um, and I, I misremembered it. I thought that it must have been fancier. Like I described it to him as this like incredible white pizza with ricotta and fresh mozzarella and all. And it wasn't at all. I think it might be like literally American cheese, but it's so good. It is. It's the crust. I wish I knew more. I wish I had it now so I could taste it and describe it to you in more detail. It just has like a really, like a, an almost overly seasoned and flavorful crust that makes the whole thing so good. And it's the best. I don't know. I think it is at least as good. It's at least as good as any pizza of a comparable price point in New York. There's some incredible pizzas in New York. They have, you know, I love spicy pizzas with honey on it or whatever. Like avant-garde toppings are totally my shit. But like as far as if you're going to get a whole pizza to go or whatever, Celebre is at least as good as anything I have ever had in New York City. And it's also the most different. Like almost every pizza you get in New York up to that level of like, you know, wood-fired oven fancy pizzas tastes about as good as a dollar slice. But like if you were to go and have a pizza of Celebre's, if that were to be in New York City, you'd be like, oh, it's that pizza that tastes different than all the other pizzas. It's it's better and different. Yeah, it could pose for your local joint on the corner, and it would just have its own kind of flavor and character. It is interesting that you get the white pizza with tomatoes on it. Um, I don't, you know, it sounds like it's family tradition. It's a weird choice. But... I don't know why we do that. It's, <laughs> it's very great. But you get the cheesesteak. But it's celebrity pizza. Have you ever I, had their pizza? I was thinking about that after you said it, and I honestly I can't remember a specific time that I did have their pizza. It's very possible that I have, but if I did, I don't remember it. And if I did, I definitely didn't have a white pizza with tomatoes and banana peppers. But I do want to mention something. Speaking of banana peppers, because that is actually one of the things that I like there is when you order cheesesteaks, they actually bring out a little. Um, like a metal contraption that has two little containers, one of pickles and one of banana peppers. So when I order a cheesesteak, I am typically a traditionalist where I'll get the steak and the cheese and often do onions. And I rarely put other things on it. I like grilled peppers and onions and, uh, you know, hot peppers and things like that. If I'm at a ballpark and I get, you know, a sausage or a bratwurst or something, I'll put the peppers and onions on it and I like it. And, you know, I could eat a cheesesteak that way or some people do it with the tomato sauce on it. But typically when I order it, I just do it traditionally. Some people do that, like a pizza steak. It's not something that I do when I go to a place, uh, you know, in Philly or elsewhere. That's not what I typically do, but I understand it and it's defensible. But I like that they bring you the pickles and the banana peppers because this is maybe the only place that I really do this. Um, It's sort of, you know, and I went, I was there by myself. And they brought me the, the full thing of banana peppers, which I couldn't possibly have eaten all of. So even though I wasn't going to order it with banana peppers, where the banana pepper juices kind of soak into the cheesesteak, or every bite has some pepper in it, I did a couple times just sort of take out some banana peppers and just put them into my cheesesteak. So I, as I was eating, I sort of selectively had a couple of bites of banana pepper in it and got that extra little bit of spice. And they were really good banana peppers. So I can understand yeah. why they would also be good on a pizza. The pickles I thought were fine. They were uh, just, you know, standard pickles, nothing to write home about. But I actually did make a mental note that the banana peppers were very good. And then it was interesting so soon after to hear from you that you really like them. What kind of cheese did they put on their cheesesteak? So I actually went with provolone. I'm usually a whiz guy. Um, and okay. I, I don't know if I got provolone uh, – 
partly with this podcast in mind because I had just done The Wiz and talked all about it, the episode uh, over at Woodrow's because they have their house-made Wiz and the cherry pepper mayo. So I decided to get some provolone this time, which is probably my go-to non-Wiz cheese. And the cheesesteak was good. I haven't really talked much about it. It was uh, – I've, I've talked before different kinds of meat and how they cut it. This was chopped – it wasn't like super fine. It might not have been cut as fine as Woodrow's, but it was basically chopped up. Now, the worry for me is always that Wiz is going to sort of cover everything and you're not going to have any dry bites. And with a provolone or an American cheese, sometimes you worry that you'll have globs of cheese and then you'll have some dry bites. I thought they did a good job covering all the meat, covering most of the bread. So overall, it was a good cheesesteak. The, the bread was actually perfect. It was very fluffy and light. The whole thing was just really easy to bite into if I'm uh, now going over my notes on the cheesesteak. So it was very good. I don't think I liked it as much as I liked Woodrow's. Sorry, Celebrese people, if you're listening. Woodrow's was awesome. It was seriously one of the best cheesesteaks that I have ever had in Philly. And so if I'm just doing, doing the honest comparison, I think I'm definitely going to give Woodrow's the nod there. But I hadn't been to Celebrese in a few years, and it was really nice to go back and like you said, like the place hadn't changed much, and I also kind of remembered yeah. it. Um, but but you know, it was kind of like I came back, and it felt like I'd never left. Uh, you know, I'd been coming all along, and the the inside of the place looked totally the same. The cheesesteak was the same. It was still very good, even years later, having not eaten it. And it was uh, you know, it was fun to go back and check out my old cheesesteak, uh, so close to the ballpark, and try something a little bit different with some bites of the banana peppers in it. And, you know, it was a good cheesesteak. So now I have to go back and try the pizza that is on the list. I, I feel like the next time I'm there, I'll probably do that. And I think you should maybe try the cheesesteak and then report back. I will do that. Although now I'm intrigued about Woodrow's. I'm going go, to go check out their cheesesteak and your Woodrow's podcast. I was going to say, Woodrow's is a great plug, everyone. Go back, subscribe to all the episodes, download them all, go check out episode 22. Woodrow's was a place I had not really heard about until this uh, Bon Appetit article came out. And it was incredible. It's on South Street, a couple blocks away from Jim's. And uh, they get a, a very high endorsement. I, I like Celebrities. I love Woodrow's. Well, that, that's a little harsh. I love Celebrities, too. But I, uh, I love them a little bit differently. All right. I and think... uh, for me. Oh, sorry. Is yeah, the go end ahead. Of our podcast? <laughs> no, you because can. I was going to say. Get one more thought. Done at Celebrities. So you mentioned the fact that it's in the same parking lot as Chickies and Peach, which I'm aware of. But I think of it as being in the same parking lot as the original, I think it's the original location of Termini Bros, which also has a Reading Terminal location, and it's the Italian bakery. So if you're looking for, like, I have no idea if they do dessert at Celebrez, but if they do, don't get dessert at Celebrez. Get your pizza at Celebrez, walk down the, like, little strip mall chain of stores over to Termini Bros, and get some, like, incredibly, incredibly the most authentic you'll get anywhere, as far as I'm concerned, in the country, Italian desserts at the original South Philly location of Termini Bros. Awesome. All right. Well, that's a good tip, too. So now I have uh, a couple of homework assignments for the next time I'm in Philly. All right. Thanks, Hannah, so much. This was fun. I, uh, I'm glad that I tweeted it when I did, and you happened to be staring at your phone or computer, I assume, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad you responded and told me how much you love the place. This was fun. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Absolutely. I clicked on the little celebrities that came up when you tweeted that, and you were the first and only person to ever tweet from that location. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe uh, after this, we'll have a flood of, of new customers there who are tweeting from uh, from celebrities. That would be nice. All right. Now I'm going to hang up and go find out how it's pronounced because we just both rolled with it and kept pronouncing it differently the entire way through, which I'm kind of glad that we did, but we need a, a resolution here. Yeah, I need to know who won. 
I will let you know. All right. Uh, thanks, Hannah, Bye. and uh, good luck with your new job. Awesome. You too. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. A reminder, if you're new, you should subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. You can go back, check out all of my episodes. They're all – this was a long one. They're mostly 10, 15 minutes. Some of them are under 10. So uh, you can really listen to the whole podcast in six hours, I think. So uh, if you enjoyed this, you should go back and check them all out. Reminder, while you're at it, you can write me a rating and a review in iTunes. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next, either in Philly or New York or somewhere else. Again, follow me on Twitter or Instagram and Facebook for pictures of food. Just search at Mitch Goldich in all those places on Instagram. You can also search Mitch Eats Food Pod for the account for this podcast. Lastly, you can email me, MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Why don't you tell all your friends? And we're going to wrap it up with one final piece of bad news for Hannah. I called Celebreeze and confirmed it is, in fact, pronounced Celebreeze. So sorry, Hannah. Thanks for doing the podcast, but you were wrong, and you've been pronouncing the place wrong for, uh, oh, let's see, just your entire life. Uh, but thanks, everyone. Thanks again to Hannah for joining, and I'll talk to you again real soon.